Mike Trout is going to do something so spectacular simply because he's bored. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the 3 Take, where we talk all things Major League Baseball. Here's Kyle Corwin and Nate Reyes. It all starts right now. Welcome back to the 3 Take. This is episode 199. I'll be your host, Kyle Corwin, and I'm here with my co-host, Nate Reyes. Nate. We're getting old, man. We're getting old. The podcast is getting old. Mm-hmm. Are you looking at me again? I can't tell. I'm looking at you again. This guy I, likes to block my face on the computer screen with other tabs. When so I'm doing the nervous. intro, I can't be... There's a lot of pressure, man. I got to come out of the gate hot. And if, if I'm distracted by anything... <laughs> I don't even do anything to distract you. Sometimes you do. Although, hey, to your credit, sometimes I see you over there like vibing along with the intro from time to time. That kinda, that <laughs> when kinda, you're not blocking me with that kinda some... Gets me fired up. Some Google tab or whatever. Yeah, my notes. With the Google machine. Google Docs. Rude. It's mean. I'm not distracting. I got to, Nate, I just got to set the tone. That's all. Don't take it personally. All right. Just got to set that I'm tone. I'm past it. We're good. We're almost at 200. I can't change my approach. It's true. Got to come out hot. Uh, Nate, welcome to our listeners. Welcome new listeners, old listeners alike. Welcome to the 3 Take. Today on the docket, we have got some. We, nay, we got to talk Mike Trout. It's it's been a minute. Who? Uh, Mike Trout. Mm, is that like else? uh, like Young Buck getting a shot with the Reds or something? Marlins. Yeah, he he actually came up for his first cup of coffee the other day. Oh, got yeah, a lot of good potential. for him. So they he's say, gonna stick around. They say that I saw you see these tweets all the time. The guy's a five tool player. Okay, mm, yeah, we'll see yeah, how that. Yeah. See how that pans out. Who knows? Uh, we got some Bryce Harper talk. What is this? Twenty twelve? Bryce Harper and Mike Trout in the same same episode? What are we doing? I know. Uh, we got we. These are Nate. It's just a list of things we have to talk about. Jacob Degrom and the Mets offense. Good lord, figure it out. Uh, maybe a little mention of Freddie Freeman, Anthony Rizzo. If we get to it, Miguel Cabrera denying sign stealing. Maybe do a little check-in on our award predictions now that we're a month into the season. And uh, if we got time at the end, a little heat check. A little tip of the cap to some guys tearing it up. But first, let's talk Mike Trout. I, it's so strange with him because when we talk about him, I feel like a lot of the baseball world's like, God, shut up. We know. And at the same time, I feel like we don't talk about him enough. He, I've, I agree with you. It's the ultimate Mike Trout conundrum. Yes, I absolutely agree with you. Now, as I was pulling my notes together, I thought of that exact thing. And I'm like, for me, when I look at that, it's like, where where are we at on the scale from year to year? In years past, I think it was very much heavily, we get it, we know. Mm-hmm. But based on what he's done a month into the season, I don't think it's getting talked about enough. The dude is on a rampage. Read me the line. Just let everybody know, since no one watches Angels games, apparently. So, entering Thursday, these are the latest numbers I have. They may have adjusted over the last game. Entering Friday? Entering Thursday? No, entering today, I believe. These stat websites are slow to update, my friend. He's hitting 420, 420 with an OPS of 1.306. It's Mm. clearly the best month of his career. 
one of the best months of April anybody's probably ever had. Yeah. It's up there. And but he still thinks he can kick it up into another gear. Did you hear what he said? A few days ago, he said, and I quote, he said, once I dial it in, it should be a fun year. This was, <laughs> this was like maybe a week ago. Yeah. What are we doing, Mike? Don't tease us like that. I know. But all we got to hear about on MLB Network and ESPN is whenever Shohei Otani farts, we have to cover it. But no one, I. that's what I mean is that like we know how good he is. We're all on the same page. We all agree he's the best player in baseball, but for some reason we don't talk about him enough. I said that a few episodes ago. I said, we're talking about Shohei Otani as if the best player this game, when it's all said and done, we're talking about possibly the game's greatest player of all time. We're acting like he isn't on the team side by side. Shohei yeah. Otani. What? Why? Why is we're that acting happening? like Shohei's like just as good and just as impactful and it's, He's great. Like, so far, he's great this year. But can we grab some of these graphics when we watch an Angels game and just blast it everywhere? Because whatever Mike Trout is doing is is on pace for better numbers than the greatest names and the biggest names we know. All of them. Look, the whole Shohei Otani thing, it's not hate. It's not hate targeted towards him or directed at him. It's the media we and we've talked about this, so I don't wanna I don't wanna sound redundant here. It's the media's fault. Three what was it, three games in a season, four games in a season? This is what did it for me, honestly. We're literally a handful of games in a season, three three maybe four. And they're saying he's got the hardest home home run hit all season. Yeah, bro, chill. He's got the fat what was it, like the fat no, it's maybe like the fast uh, fastest exit velo and then mm-hmm. the fastest pitch of the season. Mm-hmm. It's like Really? Yeah, and it was immediately passed. Really? The whole season, you say? <laughs> yeah, both of those numbers fell the next afternoon. So Yeah, I don't it's, think it's not about the hate. He's obviously got talent and it's great that it's showing up and they're, you know, it's showing up at the at the plate and on the mound at the same time. Those are great. Fantastic. But Mike, bro, what planet are you from because this is nuts. Not this one. Here's here's something to show him show him a little more love. I I have fallen into this. You have fallen into this. Mike Mike Trout is white bread. Like it, it's it's water bread, boring, plain kind of thing, right? Like there's not a whole lot of excitement there. I did see a video. Yep. I play Call of Duty. Yep. Boys in the crowd were like asking him which gun he prefers, left hand versus this, right hand versus this. And he gets the, I think it was it Mac said, 10 versus Mac MP5. 10, left hand, MP5 yeah. right hand. He goes, yeah. Quick little flash. Yeah, the Mac 10 That was slaps. sick. That was cool. Like, that's that's cool. I like that. I need more of that. Media, take over. Show me more personality from Mike Trout. Sh- give me more tidbits of this because I want him, I want every kid to be like him. I want every kid to strive to play like Mike Trout. And I know that there's more popular names and there's nothing wrong with those other popular names. But when I have a kid, I want him to watch Mike Trout. I want him to watch how Mike Trout goes about his business every day. But we, we knew this was coming, right? In the offseason, he was like, yeah, I found something that was wrong. Yeah, I had a, I found had a down it. year last year. I found it. Don't worry, I found it. Make some adjustments. I'm like, bro, what? You're He's made adjustments. Year, but- 
better than everyone else in league average. So it's like, what are you talking about? Yeah, I never know what he's talking about when he says stuff like that. But he's, this is what dope. It's like the a couple years ago they were like, can't hit ball low. He can't hit the low ball. Like can't hit anything down in the zone. Fixed it. Then it was all right. Now he can't hit anything up in the zone. Fixed it. That is what makes players great. That is what changes things because you see so many players that are stubborn and they just stick to it. Like Giancarlo Stanton, your stance that worked for you one year, like five years ago. Time to change it up, bro. Let's adjust because it get, you had some success with it. Now the league's figured it out. Let's adapt as well. Don't stay stubborn. He stays stubborn. Mike Trout, if there's a hole, he will find it and plug it, fix it, and be one of the league's best at it. That's what's crazy. There are no weaknesses. And his numbers reflect that, my friend. His average here towards the end of April... For a single month is the best he's ever had, which is past the 392 mark he had in July 2012. His current on-base percentage is the best he's ever had, past the 500 mark he had in August 2012. Uh, I think at the moment he's hovering around 820 slugging, which is actually his third best. Don't know how he's pulled that off. Uh, OPS and Woba are each his best ever. And I think you could probably credit this, maybe, maybe not, to maybe a change in his approach. He is swinging early and often, more so than he did last year, almost twice as much. This season, he's he's swinging at first pitch 25% of the time, which is up from his career mark of 13.9%. So I think Mike Trout has just gotten to the point where he's like, this is boring. I'm tired of seeing pitches I don't need to see. Let me just find a pitch that I can hit 600 feet and get back to the dugout. Let me ask you this. If if someone is going to break that batting average season record of hitting over 400, is it going to be him? Is he our only chance? I don't even know, honestly. it's uh, You would think so when you see the type of performance he's put up this month alone. Granted, his career, but I'm, I'm saying specifically this month. It wouldn't be far-fetched. But at the same time, I just, for some reason, there's part of me that just thinks it's going to be some name that kind of catches you by surprise. Not to say it's going to be a, a flash in the pan type situation, mm-hmm. but it, I just feel like it's going to be because that's just how baseball works. Baseball rarely goes the way you expect it to go. But to answer your question, he certainly has to be one of the names that has to be considered in that conversation. Yeah, I agree. I, I, I like I don't need the power from Mike Trout. That's the thing. Like, I don't need that. It's there. He has that. I don't need it. He's so good with his hands. And now that he's somehow, I don't know what he's done to change his approach. I don't know if he's watching more film and just studying up on these pitchers more and getting a better idea of how they're going to attack him. Just keep doing what you're doing. But I think we're due for like a kick to the chest on an old baseball record. I said it last time. I want old heads out of baseball. I think we need something like that. An old head record to be beaten. One thing, Cal Ripken's record is never going to be beaten. I'm sorry. Never. That's that's never going to happen. I think Whit Merrifield is the closest one. Uh, I think he's at like maybe almost 400 games. It's just not going to happen. I feel like 400 could. Of the big records, I feel like that could happen. Yeah. The consecutive hits... I don't see that happening because of how good bullpens are now. 
and how short starters are going in games now. How the fact that a hitter has to see three, four different arms every game. I, I think 400 is our shot. I think the stolen base record is gone. He's on pace to do the home run record. Can we just, can we just, I need, I need a taste of that before the end of his career for the big records. Give me the season record of hitting over 400. Mike Trout is going to do something so spectacular simply because he's bored. I mean, the fact that we have this man answering Call of Duty questions mid game, <laughs> I'm telling you, I think Angels fans obviously would have a better sense of this because they watch him every night. From the, the limited action I've seen, is it safe to say that maybe Mike Trout in 2021 is opening up a little bit, maybe loosening up, playing a little playing a little bit into the whole let the kids play thing on a genuine level and not just like a manufacturer. He's not forced. forcing it. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. I don't I know. I see what you're saying there. Okay. I mean, when prior to this week, when would you, if at all, would you have ever expected Mike Trout to be answering questions about his favorite gun selection in Call of Duty in the middle of a baseball game? It's fair. And I'm not saying there's a correlation, but. He's answering questions about Call of Duty guns in the middle of the game in the same I, month I like that he's had that he's the playing. best yeah. performance. I like that he's playing Call of Duty. Maybe, maybe he's got the PS5 just you know mobbing from hotel to hotel on road trips when he doesn't have to worry about the new kid and he can just relax, play Another, some video games. They had him mic'd up the other day, and apparently somebody, I can't remember who he's talking to, he's talking to somebody about golf. And they're asking him. It was actually kind of funny. I had to watch it a few times because I was like, "This is Mike. There's no way this is Mike Trout. This is a, a clone or something." But they're they're asking about golf, and he was like, "There's something along the lines of asking him if he golfs at home." And he was like, "No, oh, man, I got a kid. Only on the road." And he was just like going on and on about mm-hmm. just like stuff he does outside of baseball. And I'm like, "There's something there." Give me year. more, please. Give me more. I think there's some things that. You know, maybe we could do in the off season. Just show me more. Show me more. Like the off the field stuff. What have we had? What have we had to talk about about players off the field wise? I don't know. I remember when Aaron Hicks hit a hole in one. So we talked about before the season started. I need more of that. Mike Trout does respond quite a bit on social media, from what I can see. He seems pretty active. Well, there for a while, he was only tweeting plane emojis anytime they went on a road trip, which I thought was kind of funny. I was like, you've got the the game's greatest player of all time just letting you know when he's... Yeah, we know where board. you are, bro. We know. It's like, we Don't know. Worry. We, we have the schedules too, man. <laughs> Online, little pocket yeah. schedules. We got them. I see what you're saying. I I like the let the kids play thing. Maybe Maybe a certain player on this roster can be added just to enhance that a little bit more. Albert Pujols is like 78, so that's not going to happen. Justin Upton has swag still, but Otani has got a little thing going. He's got a little bit of it. He's got he's got a little bit of a bat flipping. He's got he's got a little bit of it. I think he's I think he's embracing it a little bit. I need one more. I need I need just a little more. Because Anthony Rendon Rendon's pretty boring for the most part. He's just you know, he's good at third base and he just whatever. To no fault of his, he just goes out there and plays baseball. Yeah. Yeah, it's just kind of boring. Yeah, I, yeah. I need someone a little flashy to loosen him up a little bit. I see what you're saying. I like the way you're thinking. Flashy like maybe Bryce Harper? Bro, what are you doing? We're 97 to the face. Why are, why are you opening up to that? 
Why why are you turning open? I to mean, that? bro, I I don't know if we're in any place to really sit here and break this down from a fundamental standpoint. I mean, it's 97 coming at your face. Which what do they tell you? Turn away. No, 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 no. 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 In terms of a pitch that's up and in, in terms of the perceived velocity, it's like there's some there's some equation there where basically what I'm trying to say is it would it did not look like 97 to Bryce Harper. It mm-hmm. was probably coming in 100 plus mm-hmm. because of the perceived velocity of where it was in the zone. With that said, the fact that the guy barely had a mark on him, I was lucky. That's my MVP. Did it that's glance? My MVP. Did it cl- glance like his bill at first? Like his ear flap or anything like that? It wasn't just straight face right away. Well, it looked like it It maybe got him on the nose a little bit or somewhere yeah. around there because it looked like it were, he had, he he had a little bloody nose action going on. Bit. Um, but, I mean, he came out after. I don't after know, the, man. That's lucky. Yeah, that's big-time luck. The fact that he came out after the game, put up his little uh, post-game update on IG and said and scans came back clean. Good to go. Granted, he, my, I think my he was only out issue with this is like when he started his video, he's like, "Hey guys, Bryce Harper here." Uh, bro, I thought the same thing. I was yeah, like, dude, we know. Like, <laughs> we know who we you know are. Exactly. Who, it's actually on your your page that you're posting this on. We know who you are, bro. Bryce he, Harper here. I know. There, bro. there is a level. I don't care what anybody says. There is a level. It's it's just innate at this point for Bryce Harper. There's a level of like robotic, whatever you want to call it, with him. Like he's just, he's been groomed since the age of like. You're saying 10. with like with the the press etiquette. Yeah. Hey guys, this is Bryce Hart. Like, who yeah. says that? <laughs> who yeah. says that? You yeah. can. T- I just. I think that's so just ingrained in him where it's it's like I'm gonna have this, like you said, etiquette. I'm gonna have this approach. Yeah towards the media, towards my phone, whoever I'm talking to, if I'm in a public forward-facing setting, I'm going to be having this approach with what I say, how I say it. Yeah. And I think that kind of came out in his little video. And I bet you if he went back and watches it, he'd probably be like, that was weird. Why did I say that? (laughs) I just think it's it's part of his DNA at this point. Yeah. I mean, not not to go off too far on on a tangent here, because I don't think that's the reason why we're talking about this, but... Obviously, DD gets hit next. Yeah, what for me, we... I don't, I don't see an intent here. No, I understand but like, Joe getting Girardi got pissed for sure, and Rightfully he got tossed, so. and like that's cool. Definitely clean it up, but I don't see any intent. Whoever's on the mound was clearly like he's kind of shook, like he's like throwing his arms in the air, like, like disappointed Genesis himself. Cabrera. Yeah, like he's disappointed in himself for sure. Genesis. I don't see any intent, but DD act acted like he got shot. Yeah, that good idea. What are we doing? Yeah, that was a that was a it was LeBron like a, flop, a delayed hit, and uh, uh, just laid down. He, I was genuinely concerned for his spine. It looked like he must threw out his back there for a hot second. I was like, Didi, what are we doing, guy? Yeah, <laughs> I'm sitting here saying clean it up to Cabrera on the mound, and then seconds later, I'm like, Didi, let's clean here's, it up, guy. Here's my favorite part of this whole scenario. Who gets hit in the next time? Arnado. What does he do? Drops his stuff, goes to first. Head down. All right, I get it. My guy's tapped. He knows what's going on. He's a gamer. He's he's in- tapped in, and that's what I like right there. Because Mike Schilt came out at the end. He's like, 
that's the way we police our own game. That's the way it's done. And he came out, and I think he has to. He has to come out to the umpire and, and bring up a little bit of a subject. But post game, he was like, "This is how we deal with it." So make made me like him even more. Made me like Arenado even more. Made me like Bryce Harper even more. Didi, I love you, bro, but I don't. That's not the move. Come on, man, we ain't playing soccer. <laughs> we gotta chill. <laughs> we gotta <laughs> chill with that. I need to hold on. I need to go back again. Just for it's it's just Didi's extremely athletic. Like extremely, which was athletic. why it was so surprising. I'm like, deep. <laughs> it was just, I get like he tried to get out of the way. I get the way he got hit or wherever he got hit. It, was, it looked like some rib cage, lat area, armpit area. Nah, it must have yeah, hurt, but like it was in a cage. Like, bro, to get to get like you went down. We thought we were you were done for a second. Where is Cabrera with the pitch? Yeah, bro, come on, gotta chill. Meanwhile, Cabrera's like. Picking up the rosin bag, like flicking his hand. I'm like, dude, okay, we get it. Even if, like, yeah. if it wasn't intentional, we don't need to like. Yeah, we know. We can tell. Don't need to add it. Come on. I don't know. I just, I, everything was, was taken care of the right way here. Everything was done correctly, except DD pretending he died. <laughs> everything was, everything was done. Like Girardi defended his guys. He's got the boys in the clubhouse behind him. Mike Schilt the next day came out, had his comments about the situation towards the umpire. But he got it. He understood. Arenado. Everybody passes down. with flying colors. It's just it was perfectly handled. None of this nonsense. Benches clear. Soft brawl. Some words exchanged. Then all of a sudden we have fifty guys on the field for no reason. The only question I have was, and somebody please explain to me if I'm just missing something. If you go back and watch the video, Harper's walking off the field throws his batting glove onto the field. I'm like, Bryce, what are you doing, guy? He like just threw like his he, glove off? And yeah, like it. onto the field. He hadn't even reached the top of the steps yet, and he just throws it. I'm like, Ugh. first of all, somebody's got to go pick those up. Yeah, bro, bat boy. Second of like, all, you, you need those. Those are your batting gloves. <laughs> Third of all, you're clearly coming out of this game, so why are we just he's, discarding he's of our going to hang on, on to that. Hang on to that for a sec. You're no. almost there. <laughs> Sorry, that wasn't even... Necessarily noteworthy. I, would, I it was a genuine curiosity. I was like, "What? What?" It's a very astute observation of you. Uh, I'm sure you were one of eight people that saw that. <laughs> probably the only one. But Nate, the one thing I wanted to ask you: after all of this goes down, mm-hmm. does it concern you that a one Aaron Judge misses time for quote? And I quote: "This is a quote." Travel-related soreness. What is travel-related? Can somebody please explain to me what that is? I don't know. I'm out of. I'm out of excuses. I'm out of ways that. But here's what I will say: is that this this is how it has to happen for him to play 100, 110 games. This is how it has to be. It sucks. It's annoying because I watched him pinch hit today, and I'm like, if you're healthy enough to pinch hit, you're healthy enough to start. And we got we got everybody saying the same thing. All, all I mean, the- Yankee podcasts are saying the same thing. We're like, I don't get it. Because like for our like our guy, our fearless leader guy was Jeter. And Jeter was like, there's a difference between hurt and injured. And you can bet your ass I'm going to play if I'm hurt. That's just the way it was. And that's what we were used to for so long. Now it's like we... You don't have a fearless leader, first We of don't. All. No, we don't. Not anymore. We haven't had one in a while. And it's... There's a joke that's like if he pulls a home run to left field, he's not playing the next day. 
because it tweaks it, it hurts Probably something pull the hamstring it, as it, well it tweaks something so i mean that's that's it's pick your battles this is the battle i can't pick because this is the way it has to be and like i'm, I'm listening to games and michael k doesn't even know he's like how how is someone that's in their mid-20s can't play 10 straight games i mean it- Travel related soreness. Let's just let that sit. Let's just let it settle for a second. I don't know. Travel related soreness. What are some? All right. Let me ask you this. I mean, it's gigantic. So maybe just like that, you couldn't fit on the hotel bed or the, that, I don't know, the, the, the yacht sized airplane that they fly around in is I'm sure have plenty of room for him. So I don't know what that's about. I mean, at this point, they're going to need to start giving him like the last five rows all to himself. Just. Maybe I don't know. Bundle them up in some packing tape or what are we doing, guy? I don't know. But this is this is what happens. Oh God, you're pulling out a tough thread here because I go down for I can go down this rabbit hole for a while. This is what happens when you plug up the DH spot with Giancarlo. This is what happens. Yep. Because this isn't really a conversation if it's a rotating DH spot. If Giancarlo can somehow manage to play left field twice a week, we're not having this conversation because we can DH judge and. That's cool. We're fine. At least you're still in the lineup. Nope. Can't do it. All right. Let's say let's say that this is like the end of the list of excuses that the Yankees medical staff can throw out there for reasons he's out. Travel related soreness. What are some let's come up with some new ones. Maybe mm-hmm. he cuts his toenails too short. Crust was left on on his sandwich. I I have no idea. Do you think he's a crustless sandwich kind of guy? He I could see him be. being a he crustless has, he's sandwich. He's so guy. high maintenance. You, I guarantee you. I could see that. Aaron Judge has his sandwiches cut tri- as a triangle with no crust. With no crust. I could see that. What a punk. I could see that. Here's the thing, bro. And uh, this, like I said, this is just the, how it's got to be. That's and sad. That's it sucks. Sad. It's pathetic. It is. It sucks. That's so high maintenance. The fact that we've thrown. Derek Jeter and Aaron Judge into the same conversation just makes me nauseous. I can't it's, do the same more. It's it's tough. So it's just it is what it is. But I I don't know. When everyone gets fired this offseason, maybe there'll be changes. Let's clean house. Let's clean house in the Bronx. Let's let's clean it up, figure it out. Nate, speaking of figuring it out, can we please, please talk about the Mets offense and the fact that Jacob De, Jacob DeGrom, the fact that he has not requested a trade today, you would have thought it would have been the request would have been on Rojas's desk at like 6 a.m. this morning. What are we doing? I think this has become such a mental block. This is like the twins not winning playoff games. When it's DeGrom day, I don't know what's happening in that clubhouse, but if I'm a position player. I'm asking for the day off because, like, I this is so bad. I don't want to be a part of this anymore. I know I'm going over today. Degrom switch. I'm going over. I, 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 I stubbed my toe. My the crust was not taken off my sandwich. I need a day off. That's what I got to do if I'm playing. It's absurd. I don't know what this like giant cloud, this cursing cloud that's going over the Mets clubhouse right now. Frank, Frankie Lindor, I feel like just was going to bring this new vibe to get rid of this stink on DeGrom Day. No, he's adding to the stink. He's adding to the stink. It's stinky. It's very stinky. Nate, Jacob DeGrom at the moment has an ERA of 0.51. He has 59 
five nine strikeouts, which leads Major League Baseball, and has a whip of point five seven, which is second in the league. And he is two and two. Now you can say all you want, oh, it's twenty twenty one and people are still looking at win loss records. With Jacob deGrom, you can absolutely it's, it's bet relative. that we're <laughs> gonna be looking at win loss record. That is pathetic. The New York Mets are a joke. You know, well, at least is. when it comes to the ground day. Universal DH. If I can, ha- if I can trust in one team from the NL to back us on this, it's Mets fans. Universal DH. And I don't want to hear about the two RBIs he had his, his second to last time out. Nate, he's one of the best hitters on the team. I don't think a Universal DH is going to help. You could give them nine Universal DHs. You could. You could scrap the whole thing. You could say, let's do a fantasy draft. Let's do like an expansion draft. We just pull people from all these other teams. You could pull the league's best hitters and put them on the Mets right now, and that's not going to solve a single thing. What I want to know is I wish we could pull this stat of like runs per game after the day he starts. (laughs) Bro, if I was DeGrom, I could not sit on that bench and watch the next game. If they average like 3.8 runs a game or something crazy like that, I I just I couldn't be there. No, I'm sorry. I'm going to hang out in the clubhouse. I'll catch it on TV, but I can't sit there on the bench and watch you guys. I don't get I don't know. It's just this weird thing going on. What right. I would do is just like just pick a lineup out of a hat. Randomly select a lineup out of the hat and let DeGrom lead off. I don't care. All right. What did he What was his last outing? Last outing was against twenty seventh. What is today? We don't need to do the whole season, but I'm actually today. Well, no, he pitched the twenty eighth. So let's go. You can do this math right here, aren't you? The Nats. Oh yeah, it was the Nats. Okay, they won six nothing. Well, oh that's right. Yeah, yeah, the fifteen Ks. That's right. I don't think anyone trusts our math anymore after we had their our A's math win streaks. Then they go out and lose one seven one. Yeah, not ideal. You're still adding up. Carry the one. What do you, I just told you they won his last outing and then went out the next day and lost seven to one. So not the ideal example. Example. Just an idea. I didn't say. I didn't say it. It was correct. Hey, it's a theory. Yeah. There's a lot of theories out there. I'm sure over his career, those numbers add up. It may. I'm sure that theory holds true. I don't know, man. Uh, I mean, I, obviously the Mets' offense is struggling in general. They're hitting. 234 through 19 games, which is tied for 13th in the league. So they're in the middle of the pack. Nate, their OPS, their team OPS of 671. Ew. 27th in the league. Lindor's hitting 203 with an OPS of 578. Pete Alonso hitting 250 with five bombs. So doing okay. Dom Smith hitting 203 with a 552 OPS. Conforto's hitting 219. Nimmo's Nimmo is really the only one in that lineup pulling his weight. He's hitting 345 with an OPS of 923. And McNeil's hitting 204. JD Davis having a respectable start to the year. Mm-hmm. Through 35 plate, he's only had 35 plate appearances. About so about half the the Lindor and Alonzos of that lineup. Uh, he's hitting 371 with an OPS of 1.063. I don't know. I, at this point, I mean, maybe it's just let's get through April. That's that's got to be the mentality. Let's just turn the calendar page and and let's just move on to May. This is done. Just that's got to be the mentality. Just so we're clear, I'm not, and I don't think you are either, because I we're reasonable. I'm not gonna write the Mets off. No, the still, Lindor still will be fine. fine. Pete Alonso yeah. will be fine. Dom Smith will be fine. Nimmo's gonna do what Nimmo's gonna do. 
but it's the, like the difficulty what, is what that this doing? has been going on for a minute. Yeah, this is the Degrom status. The yeah, Mets. the offense, and I, when I said that, I was more so speaking about the offense. The, uh, the offense will be fine. This whole yeah. Degrom thing, I'm, no, I, I can't speak to that. That yeah, that's, it's over. I don't know what's going on there. Degrom needs a request. It's been years. There. It's been years of this. It's a joke. If you could put Jacob Degrom on a team right now, who would you put him on? No thought whatsoever. No reason for it. Angels. Just, just gut. Angels. The Angels. What do you think? I like it. Again, no no thought into it whatsoever. Just kind of off the cuff. I like that. Mm. But to be fair, I feel like any time I propose a, a pitcher landing spot, it's Angels. You, you tend to go <laughs> the Angels. I'd, yeah. I mean, it makes sense. They need pitching. But Oh, that's right. They got uh, they got Babe Ruth over there. So No. Yeah, I'm changing it. Like, go to the Royals. Let's go have fun with that. Danny Send Duffy's having a start. to the Royals. Danny Duffy's crushing it, so... Send him over there. Everybody everybody laughing right now at Nate's Royals pick. I guarantee you the Royals put up more runs than the Mets do on DeGrom <laughs> Day. That's just a fact. I'm sorry. That yeah. That's a guarantee. Something's just it's something's gotta give. I feel like at some point this season we're gonna see him put up seventeen runs on DeGrom Day at some point. It's gonna happen. It has to. For his sake. The only way DeGrom is gonna consistently get wins on DeGrom Day is if he just goes on a streak of 27K games. Hmm. That's really the only way he's going to do it. Yep, yep. Actually, no, I take that back. Even at that point, that's not a guaranteed win because nope. you still got to score runs. Mm-hmm. And even The only thing you can hope they, for is that it's, you can pitch 10. Uh, yeah, I was going to say. Get 10, that extra innings rule so you can get someone on base. 10 max is probably the cap for DeGrom, and yeah. once you hit 10 innings, it's out of your hands. Yeah. A 30Ks, if, if 30Ks isn't going to do it, it, it's just not going to happen. I'm sorry. Mets fans, I feel for you. This I know. Warm weather's coming. I, New York City's opening. A little side note there. New York City is opening June 1st. And so maybe the boys can just get back to going to dinner and doing fun stuff in the city. Maybe that'll help. I don't know. Figure I'm out, out of answers. Figure it out, though, before DeGrom gets to the ball. Because... DeGrom is a living meme right now. You know that guy where it's like he's so angry, but he has that little mask on, and he's mm-hmm. like the mask is like smiling. yeah. He he is the, he is That's that it. living meme mm-hmm. that is Jacob DeGrom right now. And mm-hmm. you guys need to figure it out before he gets to the point where he just doesn't even care and rips the mask off. Yeah. Switching gears here, Nate. Let's talk uh, real quick. Freddie Freeman, Anthony Rizzo at bat. That was entertaining. It was entertaining. I kind of went back and forth between this. Don't tell me you hated it. When I first from when I first watched it, I was like, "Bro, are you getting waxed?" And I, you're laughing. I had a feeling you would say. And this. then and then as I went through, I was like, "Dang, I actually kind of like this." Because like it reminds you of like when you were a kid. You know what I mean? Like it it reminds you that it's still fun. And there's still ways of making this game fun. And like I like that these dudes are buddies. The the rundown that they got into Frederick yeah, Frederick is chasing him down. Like I like that stuff. Like this is this is cool because it's like that side conversation. Otherwise, we wouldn't be talking about this game. They got routed. We wouldn't be talking about this game. So it's it's just personality. I'm now I'm like I'm I just want more personality out of everyone. I want the maximum amount of personality out of players. And this this is what we're getting. Like Freddie Freeman cracking up. That pitch was like. 60 miles an hour, by the way, is so slow. 
Oh, you know that at basket, he was laughing all the way, but you know that's going to keep him up for like the rest of his life. Yeah, because he was like, not he has that on me one. now forever. He has it on me forever. But for real, though, two things on that. One, if you expect these guys to just be totally stoic for 162 games, regardless, yeah. like, even on these blowout scores where it's like, no, you you can't be having fun. You're getting blown. Clearly, you've never been around a baseball team, a, yeah. a game of baseball ever in your life. Yeah. These these games are guaranteed to happen. You are yeah. never going to avoid them. I don't care how good you are, yeah, how good the team is. You're not going to avoid them. It's just a part of the game. And two, the other thing is you have to look at who you're dealing with here. You're dealing with Frederick Freeman and <laughs> Anthony Rizzo. Two yeah. of the games just most just goofballs. charismatic goofballs. Yeah. Like, Honestly, I'm surprised it wasn't even more of a spectacle than it was. It was just funny because he's like he's giggling the whole time. He hasn't even delivered the pitch yet, and he's giggling. Like I like that. That was funny. I loved it. Yeah, I mean that's it. It took me a second. I honestly like the first time I saw, I was like, really? And I was like, you know what? This is actually pretty damn funny. I mean, that's up there for call it a hot take. That's got to be up there for one of the game's best moments this season. Yeah, in the early early stages. I mean, that's. That's good baseball. That's, I think what's cool about it, and like I don't, I don't, I don't. We don't need to get too far into it, but like it, this is a difficult ass game, and it you have so many things to be frustrated about it on any given day. Sometimes you just gotta laugh it off and be like, all right, bro, like we'll get them next time. But at least let's like I can end this day with a smile on my face. You know, we have a hundred and forty plus more chances this year to figure yeah. it out. So we're we're fine, and I. Th- I don't know if they both did. I want to say Rizzo came out afterwards and was like, this is, I may be misspeak. It may have been Freeman. But one of them basically just came out afterwards and was like, look, this, this is how to make it fun for fans. This is just one yeah. of the ways how to do it. And he couldn't be more right. And the fact that he even really has to go out, I'm glad he said it, but the fact that that has to be stated shows you, it, it just proves that there's people out there that are just furious that he yeah. that this even happened. Which yeah. Uh, that's, I don't want to get into that. I don't know. Uh, I like, I'm, I'm such a huge fan of Freddie Freeman. I think it started last year that he's like messing around with his kid playing wiffle ball and he just takes some Yahtzee the one, <laughs> and the bat one, flips him. The one that did it for me was, was it was a spring training game, right? And he was like, there's wind boys. <laughs> and he just takes off. They had a mic'd up. I mean, uh, yeah, I love Freddie. Yeah. How, you just can't dislike that guy. What a gem. Uh, another guy clearly disliked Nate, Miguel Cabrera. I told you this the other day. Maybe this, maybe this went today. under the radar because I have no idea what you're talking about. Very much under the radar. I mean, Tigers fans, I'm sure, are aware of it. White Sox fans also probably aware of it. But this week, our guy, Miggy, had to go out of his way to deny uh, some sign stealing allegations because he believes that a one Nick Madrigal was accusing him of stealing signs via a runner on second base. And I'm sitting here reading that going, Nick Madrigal, I love you, man. but You've been here for five minutes. You need to sit down. Not just that, but is this news to Nick Madrigal that runners on second steal signs? That has literally been part of the game since forever. So Organic sign stealing is totally fine. It's okay. I don't want him to deny it. I want him to come out and say, yeah, you suck. You're tipping pitches. My boy on second base told me about it. That's on you. I didn't have cameras involved. 
But overall, Nick Magical, bro, uh-uh. You don't pull at that thread. Mm-mm. You don't get to say that about one of the best right-handed hitters of all time. I'm sorry. Whether it was correct or incorrect, bro doesn't need it. He's a lock in the Hall of Fame. And don't poke the bear. Yeah, that's not really a guy you want to come at. No. Mm-mm. I don't know. I don't, it's, I, I don't get I tr- that. I tweeted about it today because I think I also told you about this, the whole Bob Renly thing on the D-backs call for the Padres mm-hmm. game the other night. Mm-hmm. I think it was, uh, what was it, Mateo just hit a nuke on a mm-hmm. hanging curve mm-hmm. that literally probably anyone's grandmother could have done the same thing with. Mm-hmm. And he's sitting there going, you know, it's I, I don't know exactly what he said, but it was basically like, you know, it really makes you wonder if maybe there's some sign stealing going on. It's like, is it? And I tweeted about today. Is it becoming trendy all of a sudden to just anytime there's any level of success at the plate to just say, ah, must be something up there. Like, what are we really doing? Mm-hmm. Why Why have we heard about multiple sign stealing situations and it's not even the end of April yet? Maybe we can just attribute to the fact that these are the best players in the world and they're pretty good at this game. And the best part about it was on the with the Bob Brindley call on the in the D backs game, his counterpart was like, Yeah, that was a bad pitch. <laughs> you gotta do something with that. Yeah. <laughs> what what it's floating. And I can promise you, Jorge Mateo's not stealing any signs. The guy's not just dominating against pitchers this year. He's just good at his craft. And there was a bad pitch. That's it. Bob. Come on, Bob. Go comb your mustache somewhere else. This is not the move because it's it's just not going to happen. And what what sign stealing are you talking about? They're third in the division. Yeah. Well, what's up with that, Bob? Shout out, <laughs> Shout out Yaz and the Giants. I know. Uh, I know. Uh, little Yazzie's hurt, though. Give some love to Mike Talkman for getting a knock in his first start over there. I hope he gets some playing time over no, there. I know he's. I know he's banged up a little bit, but anytime you gotta, anytime you gotta throw Yaz's name out there, you're gonna do it. But what if that? Just humor me here, Nate. What if they sustain that? What if the San Francisco Giants go out and win the National League West? Here's something to talk about that would that no break, one has talked about. Baseball. Buster Posey's back. You love to see it. I needed that. Needed that. Big time needed that because we had saw we saw so much success early in his career. And now he's back. And he's got he's got juice. Still behind the plate. They tried to say, yo, you're gonna play first base. He's like, no. Now you're watching gems on the mound because of him. Love to see it. And he's still got juice. Boy's still putting in the seats. That's fine with me. This is cool. I like it. Giants, buyers at the trade deadline, por favor. I need that. Baseball needs that. Just just throw a wrench in the machine. Everyone's banking on the Dodgers just breezing Bro, through. Division champs. You heard it here first. I don't know about all that. You heard it here but first, folks. I think we can say that this division's going to beat up on each other, you know, a little bit more than we thought. The NL divisions, a lot of credit to the NL divisions. Bro, I can't believe the San Francisco Giants are going to win the World Series this year. <laughs> uh, all right. <laughs> no, but you're definitely right. Nationally, uh, Baseball is weird right now, man. And I'm we've talked for about it. it. It's it's all over the place. R.I.P. to any gamblers because this is tough. Yeah, I mean, fortunately, in terms of fantasy, I've gotten pretty lucky on my gambles in terms of who I thought was going to start out hot. I'm I'm in good shape, but I mean, if you're running these parlays, good mm, luck. No, 
I can't even get past five games and beat the streak. I don't know. I I got to fourteen like my first go around of the season, and I don't know what happened after that. I I can barely get past two. It doesn't yeah. make any sense. Uh, speaking of beat the streak, I think I had. Hard- which reminds me, we need to. It's the end of the month. We need to check in on our award predictions. How are we looking? All right. So first of all, let's just make it clear, make it known. Sixer Sanchez hasn't seen the baseball field. Mm-hmm. Bobby Witt has yet to be called up. It'll happen. Bobby Dahlbeck, he's coming around. I I still feel okay about that. You should okay. still feel fine about Bobby Witt. Hopefully he'll be up sooner rather yeah. than later. Lucas Giolito. Here, let's pull up some. I told you we were going to do this on the fly. Let's. This see one was here. interesting, and he got tagged late in a game the other night. Yeah, it was a Tigers game. He looked good. He looked strong for like six or seven, and then he just got roughed up. So I think that's going to skew some numbers. Problem is, Danny Duffy out here just just having out a, zeros, having a career start, three and one ERA at point three nine. Shane Bieber is always in the conversation with the strikeout numbers, and that's all just in the division. Where's my guy, Giolito? All right, so he is currently twenty, tied for 23rd in the league in strikeouts with 33. Mm. Uh, what do you got? Whip. And this this is only like top 25, so, well, at least this category. What do we got? Whip. Not seeing him in the top 25. Not a, it's not a good start. Look. We we both got him for Cy Young, right? Yeah, we both had him Cy Young. Uh, what was the other one? ERA. Uh, not seeing him there either. Not seeing mm. top twenty five. What is his mm. ERA? He got tagged. What did he get charged with that that game? Was it four? I think it was a four spot. Yeah, because it was a two run bomb from uh, I can't think of who it was two run bomb late. Yeah, he's sitting at a one and two with the area of five six eight. So yeah, definitely not going to be in the top twenty five. I didn't realize to... it was that high. That's surprising. I mean, still got time. No, got no, time no, yeah, to turn these numbers super around. Super early. Yeah. All right, I got Degrom National League Cy Young. I feel really good about that. You should. You should. Especially with uh, kind of under, well, it's not under the radar, but late new, recent news: Corbin Burns getting sent to. Hmm. Did he get sent to the ten day? Is that what they I did? I don't know how they handle. Certain stuff. Well, apparently, uh, initial reports said that there they hadn't provided a reason, which is why I was curious. Right. It was kind of it was kind of bizarre, and that was the last I saw. I haven't checked in on it recently. Right. But. Props to anyone that uh that you know preseason was backing him up. I mean, I knew he's good. I just didn't know this was a thing. And he's got confidence too. He came out with a quote the other day. It was like, I heard the guys laughing in the dugout when I fell down two zero to a hitter for the first time this year. And they're like, maybe this is it. And he's like, nah, I'm not ready for that to be over yet. So he knows that he's not walking he's, his soul, he's bro. He's feeling himself this year. Yeah. I'm here for it. The lettuce is long. He's He's got it rolling. But I will I will ride the DeGrom horse till I, the I don't. Off. That, it's, I didn't. I didn't. I just wanted to be a little bit out there. I think it's it's a, the biggest lock. Of any reward award that of of any of these no I respect players it. I respect so I, it. I tried to get a little bit outside the box but I I, I can't disagree with you the guy's a freak guy's I respect absolutely it. insane I'm just and I told you this when we did our predictions episode if there's one pick that I'm not gonna fool around with mm-hmm. granted I've done it in years past but at this point I had yeah. to, I had to learn the hard way can you like, at I, least I gotta stop can you at least tell me how my guy Jack Flaherty's doing yeah so right now hey it's four no which Apparently, somebody on Twitter told me that doesn't really mean anything, so okay. not going to really care about that. ERA at 318. Okay. He's got a whip. I think of, there's just really good numbers out there. 
He's got a sub one whip, which is always good. Uh, where's his strikeouts here? Twenty seven strikeouts. So not a big strikeout numbers. guy. That's the that's the sexy number. Yeah, respectable numbers. All right. I think MVP people crushing it. That's all. Yeah, I mean the pitching this year is off yeah. the charts. Vladdy Jr. Has he cooled off at all yet? I know he no, just had a three had run a home, three home run or three game, game home run. Yeah, he is yeah. not cooling off. Yeah, good lord, my friend. Vladdy Jr. is coming for that MVP. I know, just on a tear. Let's see what we got here. Let's see where he stacks up. All right, he's eighth, tied for eighth in ribbies in nineteen. Mm-hmm. Let's see here. Is the average dipped at all? Last I saw him, he was north of 400. Uh, he's hitting 346. All right, cool. So that's dropped down a little bit. I mean, he's still hitting still, 346. Still, what are we still saying 346. here? What are we doing? He's yeah. got seven bombs. He's got an OPS of 1.141, which, let me do the math here, that is fourth in the league behind your men Mercedes, Ronald Acuna, and they won Mike Trout. So I'm feeling really good about that pick. Granted, Mike Trout might win the Cy Young this year, too. If he gets <laughs> out. So who knows? Who knows what's going to happen? Give him all the awards. Uh, Anthony Rendon, he's been. Hasn't really played. So. Yeah, hasn't really played. So we'll, we'll wait give on that. that a pass. Corey Seeger. Let's see what we got with Corey Seeger. What's a, what's a category I can find? Corey Seeger. I think he's got four or five home runs. I think you're right. Yeah, he's got four home runs, hitting 263, 17 ribbies. Pretty to be safe fair, with that lineup. To be fair, despite w- what he may have done or not done in the month of April preseason, that was not a bad pick whatsoever. That wasn't even really a hot take. That was yeah, yeah. Of course, pretty middle of the, the best road in baseball. Middle of the road pick. Um. All right, so maybe a little work to be. He's done played there. for a paycheck though, so I'm expecting those numbers to to get up throughout the season. That's very true. And lastly, here the this is the horse that I'm riding. Truly, till the legs fall off this year. Bryce Harper, National League MVP. I'm telling you, it's happening. Just prepare here's, yourself. Here's what I've noticed. I like mechan. I like hitting mechanics. I like. I'm a. I'm a hitting nerd when it comes to mechanic stuff. His lower half looking a little Soto esque. That wide low base that he's got. Going I mean, he's lately. had a. He's had a wide base for a while. I feel like he's just more, he's lower in his legs than he's ever been. And I like it. I mean, he's got six bombs, which, I mean, take into account like 30 other names. He's technically tied for one, two, tied for third, even though he's like <laughs> 20 guys down the list. Yeah. Uh, I'm not even going to mention the batting average because I just don't even want to pair those two things together anymore. But I'm gonna because he's hitting 321, Nate. <laughs> he's hitting 321. I was gonna say I thought it was pretty good. <laughs> no, he's he's freaking tearing the cover off the ball. OPS of what do we got here? Over thousand, one point oh six three. I hope he can still hit when he's wearing that softball cage around his helmet. Next he's time he's not in the box. gonna be wearing a softball <laughs> cage. He's Ninety-seven to. to the face couldn't even keep my man down. <laughs> Homie is coming for the MVP. Just. Prepare yourself for it. Come out with no lid. That's how we know. Come out with no lid to let Just us know let you're us. serious about this MVP. Just let us in headband. <laughs> I'm here for it. I would like to see it. All right, a nice little check-in. So, Not a bad run, check-in. Just the verdict's that, still out. Yeah, let's run that back. All right, so 
let's do a little let's do a little this or that real quick. So in terms of rookie of the year picks, as of right now, just based on the fact that Bobby Witt hasn't played yet, I've got the edge. Bobby okay. Dolbeck, Bobby Witt. Six oh, obviously. We both had him. Both had Giolito. DeGrom, clear edge. And I think I is this a clean sweep, Nate? Do I have a clean it sweep is. right now? Yeah. Vladdy Jr. and Bryce Harper. I mean, yeah. to be fair, I mean, you can't predict Anthony Rendon. Can't predict injuries. Going down. Corey Seager will be red hot in a matter of no time. That's I knew I was going to lose the NL Cy Young pick if I, if I veered off the, the Grom road. I mean, props to you for throwing a little spice into it. Just getting it. bold. And even then, Jack Flair is having a good year. So. He is having, he's having a great year. Uh, lastly here, Nate, nothing really to discuss, but just a little quick heat check entering Thursday. Just want to throw out a couple of name, few names actually that have maybe gone under the radar a little bit or maybe more than they should have. Aroldis Chapman, we were talking about before we hopped on. Dude has been nails this year. Eight games, eight innings pitched, zero runs, two hits, 20 strikeouts, and only three walks. Yep. That's the key number for me is only three walks. You were saying his velocity is pretty hasn't changed. Still there. Still there. Nate, I would argue that it's gone up. We're 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 going up a little bit. He's hitting velocities. I think today he hit a hundred and two point four. He hasn't hit that since August of twenty nineteen. So your boy is looking pretty good. The tough thing is, is that this is the kind of Yankee baseball that he likes. Bro gets too many save opportunities. Papa gets tired. So he he hasn't had too many games where he's gotten a pitch to hold it down. Now, to be fair, eight out of what? how many games are we at? 24 now, I think. No, 25. you guys, what are you guys, 12 and 13 right now? You guys are trash. I wish. It's like 11 and 14. No. Oh, yeah. God, you guys suck. Wow, 11 and 14. Where did I get 12 and 13 from? I don't know. It would have happened if, you know. You guys suck. Slight change in our, uh, just a slight change in the height of the fences. Oh, here Baltimore. we go. Talking about the fences. Talking about crust on sandwiches and yeah. fence. Hey, I need, all to get out. I need all I can get, baby. I need Ooh. everything to go my way. Now, they're playing better baseball, though. I will say that. Um no, it's, I love it, dude. It's weird little splitter thing that he's throwing is split change, just yeah. disgusting. He's got huge hands, so it's about time he learned how to throw a different pitch that did something different. His slider I mean, to is be still fair, in he, the conversation. Did he really need something different? I mean, now he does. Early yeah. in his career, the guy was like, he's the only one throwing 103. No one could do it. Now it's everywhere. Every bullpen has that. So what? No, but can I'm we saying, do? I'm just saying. You said now it's about time. Well, it's like, well, up until probably like last year, or this year he. Really didn't need it. Yeah. He's also huge. He has like a monster workout freak. So all about it. Nate, another name here. Jesus Aguilar. 22 ribbies. 22 ribbies. Tied for first in the league. He's got five bombs. Got a 921 OPS. He had, I mentioned he had five bombs. Those were over six games. Yeah. He's been incredibly rude to the, to his former team. He's been very rude to the Brewers. I like that. Yeah, that's that's a tough look. Good man. for him. And go another, fish. let's go Marlins. <laughs> another Marlin, Trevor Rogers. Yeah, bro, Trevor Rod, just Dyson 
three and one ERA of 129, which is fifth in the league. He's got 38 Ks, which is tied for 10th, and he's holding opponents to a batting average of 188. Mm, that's not very good. That's not good. Is that Nate? Is that good? No, I don't think that's very good. No, it's not very good. He needs more love. He Let's does. Let's go Marlins. Rookie of the year candidate for sure. Absolutely. Let's go Marlins. Let's go Marlins. <laughs> so many haters. People are punching their phones right now, taking their how could you out. hate it though? The Mar how I don't know how people dislike the Marlins. They're you harmless. Can't, you can't dislike the Marlins. Just wonderful people. What's there to hate? Jazz is gonna be Pete. Y'all need to be uh, following Jazz on Instagram because yeah, just wait. Boys, hopefully, gonna be giving us a little plug with the you like Jazz tea. He's getting that here soon. Which, by the way, he's on the. I think he's on the ten day. I don't know mm-hmm. how that works with, especially in that situation because I think they're they're still on a road trip. So I don't mm-hmm. know if he just goes back to Miami and just hangs out. I don't know if he sticks with the team. I, I have no idea. Probably goes home. Probably goes back to Miami. Let's hope and picks up that tea. Maybe hops on the pod with us. Who knows? We'll, we'll see. see. All I know is that we snag dudes right before they hit the spotlight. Just going to say that. Go back to the Bobby Bobby Witt interview. Y'all didn't know about him. Bro, the Bobby Witt interview is, I'd, I'd have to go back and look. That's probably still one of the top three listened to episodes on this podcast. Y'all didn't know about him. You didn't know. Yaz, you didn't know. We're out here. We're out here grinding for you guys. We have, we have Matt. Uh, Matt, we have Mike. What? And it was like they were playing spring ball, right? Because he had, he was telling us how he was like struggling at the plate, and he yeah. had like his first hit the day we talked to him or something. And then goes yeah. out and has like a he was in the MVP conversation at one point last season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just saying the bump is real. Mm-hmm. Just saying we're out here we're working, we're out doing here stuff out here grinding. Nate, that concludes this edition of Heat Check. That, my friend, is all I have. Well, ladies, gents, you know the rules. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. You got one job this weekend. Sit back, get fat, and watch some baseball. I think that might be my new outro. Should I should I keep I it mean, with the TLC? I don't know. It's hard. I don't it's know. Tough. That it's, that's a tough. It, that's a tough look. No, I, I'll say it's. I think. I think the the kickback, get fat, watch baseball. That's it's quickly becoming a fan favorite. So, I mean, maybe, maybe you come out episode 200 and officially announce that this is your new outro. I'm okay with it. Yeah. All right. That's fair. The problem is, the problem is, before we get out of here, that's a weekend thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's tough for the Mondays. For the Mondays, Tuesdays feels. We can, we can sit on it. We'll see. I'll, I'll, you'll have, you'll have, you'll mull it over. You'll sleep on it. Let it marinate. You'll have an answer yeah. for us, episode 200. Yeah. Which, Until the then, way, don't. Don't go chasing good balls. Episode 200 on deck. We'll see you guys. We love y'all. And as always, looking forward to talking more baseball with you guys soon. Until next time, stay filthy. What? Time to take? You take. Don't tell me you don't see.